thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast, featuring actionable tips from real people with real stories about real food. This show is presented by Primal Health Coach Helen Marshall, who empowers other paleo-loving, thermomix-owning mums to start a sustainable, faff-free business of their own with the Primalista License. The Primalista License brings primal alternatives to the foods we love to our communities, making primal living more doable with less falling off the wagon. The Primalista License is available at www.primalalternative.com. And now, introducing your host, Helen Marshall. Welcome to episode 66 of PAP, the fabulous podcast with the awkward acronym Primal Alternative Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hello. How are you? How's it going? Hope it's going with ease and flow and fun. A little bit of fun. It's always good to have a little bit of fun. I'm interviewing a really fun lady today, Fuller Sharp. It's such a bad name for me to say. Fuller, it's not really easy to say it with my weird accent, but Fleur (laughs) is an absolute guru, Thermomix and foodie goddess. Um, She was born and raised in Toowoomba, Queensland, and she learned to love cooking with good, simple ingredients uh, from her mum and her grandmas. And growing up, she was given absolute free reign to experiment in the kitchen. Sounds like her ancestors were a lot less uh, stressed than me, not letting my kids do that. Well, not all the time anyway. Um, She's a mom of two teenagers and she loves cooking from scratch, uh, but knows firsthand how challenging that is in today's modern world technology reality, right? And um, I love Fleur's story that she's going to share with you because she pretty much just... um, resigned herself to the fact that to make things work as a working mother and to actually get people fed, that she would just have to make do with crappy supermarket processed takeaway full of additives kind of food until she uh, was introduced to a Thermomix and she fell in love with it instantly, became a Thermomix consultant. And over the last eight years, she has gathered a lot of knowledge around solving the biggest of kitchen challenges And she knows people want meals that are quick, simple, delicious, and cost-effective. And she can help that achieve that with their Thermomix. Her business, Cook, Live, Love, was born out of her passion for helping people cook easily to live a better life and love the ones around them. How gorgeous is that? Like seriously, um, just oh, just all the things that uh, really resonate with me around food and cooking and community. So in this episode today, we're going to hear firsthand Flo's story. We're going to find out uh, her ideas for creating harmony in the kitchen and working out your own personal kitchen utopia. What does it look like? What do you eat? Do you sit down together for dinner? Um, We're going to talk about food as a way of connecting with yourself and with others. Uh, We're going to talk about a capsule pantry, and uh, Flo's going to show us, give us some insights into meal planning, um, which sounds really, really great, and give you some good resources uh, 
for that as well. And then we're also going to hear about Fuller's course for Thermomix owners. And we have a special discounted code available in the show notes. If you want to do Fuller's eight-week course, um, check the show notes to get a discount. I think it's 15% for Primal Alternative listeners. Yeah. Lucky you, hey? So believe it or not, even though Fleur is like no stranger to um, the stage and videos and social media platforms, she has never done a podcast before. So welcome. I'm so honored to um, to have you be on my show. I'm trying to think of a way to say it without making it rude. <laughs> But uh, yeah, what an honor that you chose me as your first podcast um, platform. So cool, so cool. And I love how Fuller and I have got very aligned um, audiences and very aligned loves and desires when it comes to food. So we're all around making food easy and accessible, but to have it homemade with love um, because uh, cooking is love made visible. And seriously, I'm going to create at least six Insta quote cards from the nuggets that Flo shared with me today. So, so cool. Um, and yeah, I just love it. So if you don't know about me, my name's H. I'm the founder of Primal Alternative. This is mainly for Flo's audience, right? But just in case you just found this podcast, you like, don't know who me is, then find out. <laughs> So I am a primal health coach and founder, as well as the host of this amazing show, founder of um, the Primal Alternative Food Range. So we offer primal alternatives to the foods we love and we can't live without. So pizza bases, what's life without pizza? Not a fun one. Bread, because what's life without toast and sandwiches, right? Uh, we also have cookies, uh, pastries, and jellies. So um, the range has got, we've got like ranges within the ranges now because uh, we really have listened to what our customers wanted and we've evolved so much from the original range, which uh, consisted of fruit toast, zucchini bread, pumpkin bread, pizza bases, jellies, chocolate chip cookies. So they're all grain free. Most of the products are dairy free. Some of the breads now are egg-free and nut-free. Uh, we also have a low-carb range. So check out our fat and seedy pizzas and fat and seedy bread. We also make a uh, bread and a pizza base with the fabulous Pete Evans, and that contains hemp. And every all of uh, Pete's royalties from the no-nut hemp bread and the hemp wraps go to an amazing Indigenous charity called Hope for Health. Um, and also Primal Alternative donates a dollar for um, all of the sales online. So that's so, so cool. Uh, we uh, are a national, sorry, international network of local producers. It's raining really hard here. It's so cool. Um, international network of local producers. So we're all home cooks. Most of us have got a Thermomix and we love real food and we want to share that with our community whilst having our own little business where we have got a community of like-minded people uh, doing the same thing. So come and check me out at primalalternative.com and I'm going to wrap up now while the going's good before the internet drops out. 
Welcome to the podcast, Fleur. It's so cool to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm excited. This is my actually my first ever podcast. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah. First of many, I hope. Yeah, I, I love, I personally love podcasts. And I just found out today that my show has had close to 23,000 downloads, which is just nuts. Oh, I'm like, thanks because i just thought it was me and my mum listening to it but turns out there's a few of the people listening to it as well so thanks thanks listeners um but yeah i'm stuck to actually this is our first conversation flow even though like i've known of you and you've done events in the past with primal alternative with kyra at the open house there in um i think it was in canberra, canberra that event? Yeah. yeah last year and, you know, I know of you and we've got mutual friends, but this is the first time that we've actually uh, got together, so I'm really excited too. But before we get into all things Fuller Sharp, tell me what you had for breakfast. Uh, I know why you don't pre-tell people this question because <laughs> this we've got a bit of a medical emergency happening in our house and my husband's done his, his um, a disc in his neck and we had to go to the chiropractor really quickly early this morning and there's a really great bakery just near there for people that are in Brisbane called Banaton Bakery and on the way back we had I had a pork and fennel sausage roll and a double shot latte yeah holy crap that sounds nice <laughs> it was really good and you could have primal alternative versions of that with the quirky cooking grain-free pastry they do a really good sausage roll yeah and a, and no, a exactly. yeah that would be awesome it'd be really good so, Fleur, share, us, share with us your story. How did you get into being so passionate about food and, and creating harmony in the kitchen? Where did it all start? I think, well, most people that do have a passion for food have, have grown up in a place where food was very much the, the thing that joined people together. It was something that they enjoyed making, other than they saw the mothers, grandmothers, making food, grandfathers, making food and the sheer joy of creating food and sharing it with others. And that's certainly where I started. I have a long line of, of really great cooks. My great-grandmother um, who passed when I was only five, but she cooked everything from scratch. She even made her own yeast um, yeah. from on the back you know on the on the back step she might have also been making vodka but no one's ever talked about that but um you know but she made absolutely everything the really not um you know not wealthy people made everything from scratch but it took her all day it took Nan was in the kitchen all day she loved it um and everyone despite being um very humble beginnings had um ate really really well and they were not short of um, beautiful food and lots of love and laughter and um, even knowing her only as a small child, I could see that replicated in my grandmother and my mother. And that's what I always thought I, I would do when I had my own family because I loved to cook. And blessedly, my mother, she used to just let me go to the kitchen and get ingredients and just start experimenting. That's not something, the bravery that I've had with my own children, I must admit. So snaps to those mothers that let their kids have um, make messes. I really think that you guys are great. But that did give me a, a bit of an understanding, not be afraid of food. And then um, as I grew up, I moved, because oh, I grew up in Toowoomba and um, I moved to Brisbane, um, had two children of my own. And the reality was that I had to work as well as raise children. And I found it really difficult to do that in our modern times is to 
cook everything from scratch and spend time connecting over food when you had kids running everywhere and, and businesses and jobs and stuff like that. And I just kind of gave up. I actually didn't think it was possible. And I just accepted that additives and preservatives were going to be a, a part of my life because that was the only way that I could see that I could feed my family three meals a day. Um, so that all changed the day I, I, I was in a book club with one of my very dear friends, Julianne, and Julianne had just become a Thermomix consultant. Julianne is still with Thermomix in Queensland. And um, she's, she showed me the Thermomix um, and I loved it because I she told me all, all the chefs had them and I thought, well, if Heston Blumenthal's got, you know, 10 of them, I need at least one. Um, so there was that. But then I could also see the day-to-day application. I could immediately see that my long like let go dream of cooking from scratch could actually be a reality with this appliance in in my kitchen so that's that's where it started so I was a customer and then Julianne said after about six months she said you know you should really you really take into this Thermomix thing and you're talking about it to everyone you should become a consultant so I did really just thinking it would be a bit of shoe money and a bit of fun but it turned into an incredibly um, meaningful career uh, and put me on my life's purpose because I think sometimes um, you just you, you, your life's purpose can sometimes have been right in front of you your whole life and it's not until you get out of your own way that you realize and that was the case with food I'd done events and worked in radio and um, it wasn't until Julianne and I that's right we decided that we were going to apply for this new show this was 10 plus years ago this new show that was coming out called My Kitchen Rules and uh-huh. we applied for that we auditioned for it and we got to the final final four for Queensland and we had our contracts were signed and we had the you know they'd come to our house and done it all the plans and everything and then three days before shooting they went with some other another couple of ladies which was pretty upsetting at the time (laughs) but just immersing ourselves in food just for a little period of time we it became really clear that we wanted to work in food and ideally work together and then wasn't long after that that Thermomix came along. So um, so we got to do that. And up until just recently, Julianne and I have had um, have sat side by side in the, the Thermomix office desk by desk and, um, and had a great career. Incredible. So you went from being a um, – I just love this story, so many things about it that we can all so relate to, from just that, you know, that real work and – you know, that work-life balance, but also how we need to have, accept some compromises along the way to actually maintain that sanity and actually feed people. Like I totally, I totally get that. So you went from being a customer to a consultant to then actually being quite high up in Thermomix, weren't you? You, you were one of the main, main chicks there. Uh, Yeah. I, um, yeah, I had a really great journey with Thermomix. I, I recommend it as um, depending on where you are. Like as a consultant, I didn't. I started off not working a lot of hours, but it grew and grew. I really loved sharing the Thermomix with people, and it actually wasn't about the Thermomix. And I say this now in my own in Cook Live Love and my course. This is not about the Thermomix. This is about you living your best life in the kitchen, feeding yourself and your family the way you want, spending the money that you you've got available and you want to spend, and connecting. Now, the Thermomix and my job was just to show people how they could realise that dream by utilising this particular appliance, yeah? Mm. So it can get caught up in the Thermomix hype 
but ultimately it is really a tool that we're choosing to use because it's amazing hmm. um, to help us live our best kitchen life. And in the, in the new video that's just come out for the TM6, it's a beautifully um, produced video and it's all about that. It's not about, you hardly see the machine in the ad, it's just about people cooking for each other, nurturing their own bodies, loving on other people and sitting down to share a meal with people, which, as Anthony Bourdain said, is the most human and real thing you can do for another human being is to cook for them and ask them to come and join with you. Absolutely. Gosh, I couldn't agree more. So tell us some of your um, ideas for creating harmony in the kitchen because, like, I love how your honesty when you said, you know, like, because my my mum didn't let me but my gran used to let me... um, do whatever I wanted in the kitchen. We used to call it sloppy on, which basically meant you just got everything and you made a mess and then you left it for your grand to clean it up. But my mum wouldn't have a bar of that. You know, she was, you know, same, same as us. You know, she was a working, um, working mother. Um, she used to have to get up early and, you know, prepare all the meal from scratch on a morning before she went to work. And then my dad, when he, cause he worked shifts, he'd get home and he'd prepare the meal. So it was like this big team effort because they were super committed to um, real food and, and cooking from scratch. Thank God. So grateful for that. But the reality is these days that, you know, people are rushing out the door um, they're coming back in half six, seven o'clock at night. How can we give a share of some ideas for, for actually making that harmony a thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, um, First of all, this is the subject that is overarching in my my workshops and the the online course that I've just recently launched, and that's how to make day to day kitchen life enjoyable and doable. And um, there's there's many things that we talk about. Mostly, I think meal planning at some point needs to come into it. And what I love is my friend um, Louise Delura from Meal Planning Your Way. She'd be a great person for you to talk to. She has broken meal planning down into four personality styles. And in my course, she shares those four different personality styles and then has a meal planning um, template for each one. And one of those styles is an architect and they were born to meal plan. They're those people that plan a month ahead, know everything they're eating for the next 30, 60 days, and they stick to the plan religiously. That's never been me. I'm what they call an intuitive, which goes with the flow a little bit. Might think, yeah, right up until five o'clock, yeah, I think I'm going to cook chicken tonight. But then sees it, sees drives past a billboard for fish and goes, oh yeah, fish would be great, and um, and goes with that. So there's ways to meal plan, no matter which personality style you are. There's four different styles. So I think getting in, implementing meal planning into your lifestyle in some way is important. Um, I think that. In in my workshop and in my online course, the meals in minutes exercise is probably one of the biggest ones, and that's where I get. So you can go to cooking classes, and I I do great cooking classes. Thermomix do great cooking classes. There's plenty of people, Danny and Joe. We all do great cooking classes, but the best we can offer you in a cooking class is eight to maybe ten tops dishes. Yeah, that's all we could probably make in a, in a two hour, and you either make them or you don't. And I've been to so many cooking classes in my life and if I'm lucky, I'll take away one dish that I actually create and it'll be even lucky if I do it more often. I think that's realistic that people go to cooking classes but do they ever really integrate those dishes into their everyday life long term? Um, but if I, if I can teach people to go fishing for their own personalised list of recipes, then they're always going to have 
a, a list of recipes that they can call on um, so that it's never boring, but it also fits in their time frame. So we do this meals and minutes exercise where we choose um, a number of different resources. Maybe it's Cookie Do or Recipe Community or um, your site or Danny or Joe's site, and we look for recipes that fit in around about the the 30 to 40 minute mark and um, we create recipe lists for that. So if, if it's not, you're not on cookie do and you have a, a your cookie do playlist, then I, I, I recommend Paprika as one of the best um, all encompassing apps for, for organizing recipes. So creating lists that you can easily access and a list of like 30 minute meals that you can cook any night of the week. Now, an extension of that concept of the meals in minutes list is to um, then create a capsule pantry. Now, a capsule pantry is a bit like a capsule wardrobe. No, it's a, bit, it's a lot like a capsule wardrobe. <laughs> it's a heavily curated list of ingredients that have multiple uses. So you don't just have um, one ingredient, let's say it's champagne vinegar, sitting in your cupboard that you make one cellar which you only make at Christmas time every year and it's been sitting in there maturing for years. That doesn't happen. You've got to be fearlessly minimalistic with your pantry and get used to substitution. So knowing that if a recipe says bacon, you can also use ham or if you've got chorizo in the, in the fridge, use that. And so having a basic number of ingredients and then a list of, I like to think up to eight recipes that this core group of ingredients can mix and match. So ideally any night of the week, even if you haven't meal planned and the wheels have fallen off and you've got to come home, you've got to cook for the family, you know that if you've got your capsule pantry ingredients and you've got your list of recipes, then you can make a meal any night of the week. Yeah? Yeah. So there's that. And then from that, this interties with meals and minutes and, and capsule pantry is which of those meals are freezable because then we can start to create a batch cooking stash in your freezer because there realistically are nights when we just can't cook, just can't. We've got things on, there could be illness. There's a million things that can prevent you from actually even cooking a 15-minute meal on a weeknight. But if, and that's when we either turn to eating um, jam on toast or we call up Uber Eats or pop a bottle of champagne and drink dinner. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> might have been guilty of that a couple of times. Um, but if you've got really great meals in your freezer that are labelled clearly what they are on the date that they're made, um, then you're more likely to eat that than some of the alternatives. Yeah, so I, I reckon if you don't have at least half a dozen meals in your fridge, that's your priority, your freezer, that's your priority. Mm -hmm. um, because that's when a lot of good habits go after bad. So, yeah, it's having a meals in minutes list, having a capsule core pantry, batch cooking, and and then not wasting. I've just um, I've recorded a, a lesson for my Everyday Thermics online course around not wasting. You know, what, what are you throwing out? When you think about the waste um, in this country, it's massive, um, and a lot of it can be saved just at home. And... Figuring out what, what are you actually throwing out, 80% of what we throw out is fruits and vegetables. But then what recipes can you have on hand that before you throw that broccoli out or it becomes a science experiment, how about we call on that broccoli muffin recipe or that, you know, that broccoli soup recipe that you've got stored in cookie dough or paprika and let's, let's cook it. Don't trash it, you know? Yeah. 
Love it. That's a great tip. And I think um, it's really good to have, yeah, like, a, like you said, like a soup recipe up your sleeve or I usually do, um, you yeah, just roast up all the, the random bits um, that are left in the yep. fridge on a Thursday or stir fries, another really easy way. And even pizzas, like um, I love yes. just putting little bits of scraps of whatever's left, you know, just a little fridge, fridge finds uh, pizza. Like it's, it's the best thing and yeah. um, minimizing that waste. Yeah. Some awesome, awesome tips there for love it, love it. So let's dive a bit more into food as a way of connecting with, with self and others. Cause you touched on this a little bit, um, earlier but this is something that really is a passion of mine so tell us a little bit more about your beliefs around that well I think I've always really enjoyed cooking and and even as a child cooking something and then handing it out to my family and friends just to see the reaction that they got and just and feel the love even I mean I made a terrible terrible batch of nougat once but all my family loved it and praised me. And I soon learned as a very young child that food was a way to make a really meaningful connection with somebody. And I've always loved that and loved entertaining and, and cooking. And I don't, I don't know who said it, but, you know, cooking's love made visible. That's certainly my, my mantra. Um, but I think that there's also a place, the connection within the home is probably one of the most meaningful ones and that's being able to cook with your children and I know that that can be messy um, but then also sitting down and sharing a meal with them and I'll, I've often said to um, some of the people that I engage with in my course and my workshops think forward if your kids are small now think forward to when they're growing up and one of their friends says to them what was your best food memory as a kid what are they going to say now if they're going to say yeah, we had a really good Indian Uber Eats down the road um, that, you know, made a pretty mean naan or mum did great things with toast. Um, is, that, is that what you want? So now is your opportunity to, to form that memory for them long term, yeah? Mm-hmm. So um, I think food and connection is, is very, very important and it's also their food education, you know, actually cooking and making mistakes and deciding what they like and and connecting with you over a meal. I think that's beautiful. Mm. Um, and then there's outside. And I think that we've all got that list of people who we go, oh, yes, we must catch up. We must catch up. You know, people you want to connect with but you haven't because the idea of entertaining is just so <laughs> difficult and hard that, it, it just doesn't happen. And there's relationships that are going by the, the, the wayside or just are not as great as they could be. But all you really need is to cook a meal and invite somebody over and, and take the stress out of it. So with the Thermomix, I think you can have, you can create like a really simple entertaining menu, like three things, entree, main and dessert, simple things that you know that if you, you say to someone, well, Let's catch up. You, you can easily say to them, great, what are you doing next Saturday night? And it's not going to throw your whole week and your whole weekend out because you can easily make three things that you're very happy and proud to share. Well, we've all done that, haven't we, where we've invited friends over for dinner on Saturday and we've spent all day Saturday making everything. And just before they're about to rock up, usually about an hour before they're about to come, you just have a meltdown and you end up fighting with your husband. <laughs> You're like, why did we bother to invite these people around? But, but, you know, that was obviously, that was pre-thermics. But um, 
we yeah, we exactly. one step further now um so we have a group where we get together and it's it's so hard to get everyone together because everyone's you know busy but we, it's yeah. always a curry night and we've got people in there who are gluten-free people who are vegetarian people who are dairy free there's just like that's how it is these days right just this mix mash of people with different dietary requirements so we all just make a curry um and we just get together everyone brings their curry and they bring their bottle of wine with them and usually the host yeah. it makes a, their cake for the dessert and that's just like it's a no-brainer you can just do like a butter chicken or something in the thermomix and you're done in yeah. 10 minutes and you're out the door so yeah that's, that's it yeah. you don't even have to cook do you you don't have to cook everything you can just cook one dish and and then there's that lovely conversation about, oh, what'd you do with that? And there's this sh- the sharing of tips and recipes and so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And I think that especially, you know, for a young family where the kids are at school all day and the parents are working, just to have that, you know, not, not even breakfast and dinner, but at least one of those bookends at the end of the day where you all, you know, get rid of your screens, no toys at the table is one of our mantras and we get together, so-and-so sets the table, so-and-so gets the glasses of water um, and we all come together with a candle and talk about our day. I think it's, it doesn't really matter what else is going on in your life. I think if you've got that at the end of every day, just that connection, um, yeah. it's really special, isn't it, Fleur? Yeah, it is. And I probably didn't realise how special it was um, until I didn't cook. So about five years ago, um, my marriage broke down and I separated with my husband. And there was a period of time where I didn't have my big kitchen to cook in. And I I didn't really cook at all Um, for a period of time. My 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 kids were with their dad for a period while I relocated. And um, it wasn't until about three months later and my, I finally settled in this tiny place with this tiny little kitchen that just fit my thermomix basically. And the kids were there and we were, we were, we were happy. Like it had been a hard few months, but we were happy. And I cooked raspberry muffins. Mm. And it, when I cooked those raspberry muffins and I gave them to them and I popped them in their lunchbox for the next day, I felt a feeling of connection return that hadn't been there for three months. And I went, wow, that's what cooking and connecting does for you. And it was just, I think sometimes when you, when it, you don't have it for a while, you realise how important it is. And that, was, that became very obvious to me. Yeah, that's, I love that story. That, that really does um, demonstrate it. And there's something, I don't know, like, I'm sure they'll be able to prove it one day, but, you know, it's this energy, this connection that when something is homemade from scratch with love for you, that it must yeah. must be more nourishing on so many more levels than, you know, like, you know, a packet of biscuits that's come from a factory. I mean, that doesn't have that same feel about it, does it? No, that's right. I think it's Jubilee said in one of her classes that, that yumminess is a nutrient all of its own. So when <gasps> you make something... You're giving me some brilliant Instagram um, yeah. work cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a nutrient for your body that feeds your body all by itself. And I think that's, yeah, you definitely can feel the love. Love, Taste the love. Taste the love, yeah. Taste the love and feel the love. I love Jude. She's amazing. So tell us a bit more about your online course. Well, that really came out of my, my time with Thermomix was, um, was, was fantastic. It was over eight years. I was a consultant for a year and then I was 
um, a, what they called at the time a group leader and I had a team um, in the western suburbs here in Brisbane and then I was the branch manager for the north of Brisbane and um, and then after that I became their cooking class events and commercial specialist which was a job that was just like cookie cutter for me it was just a great great time in my life where I was helping to develop their hands-on cooking classes which they now run in Perth and in Brisbane uh, with plans to roll it out around other major cities and I also did their events so I did that series you talked about before there was a series of open house events around Mm. Australia and New Zealand so I hosted the food stage and worked with chefs and I also did work with chefs that use Thermomix commercially to help them utilize it to its to its best that was a dream job. Um, so over that whole eight years, I worked with thousands of customers and hundreds of consultants and people that just that often would say to me, I'm just not using my Thermomix enough. And what I, what I, when I honestly looked at it, I went, you know what, you've got this dream. When you buy your Thermomix, you've got this dream of what your kitchen utopia is going to look like. You know, quick, easy meals every night, whole ingredients, um, yummy food, kids are cooking, husband's cooking, food utopia. Buying a Thermomix, I've realised, is just not enough to realise that dream. Just getting it out of the box isn't enough. And that's like buying a pair of Lululemon pants and turning up at the gym and expecting to walk out a size 8. It just doesn't happen. You've got to go through a process, and it can take some time, of of learning what, A, getting really clear on what you want and then figuring out how the Thermomix can help you do that. Now, there's an, there's an army of fantastic Thermomix consultants out there um, that really help their, their customers get the best out of their machine. But some, cons- some customers have, don't have a consultant. They've either left the business or gone on to other jobs or maybe they bought their Thermomix secondhand. And I could see that I had built up all this knowledge about Thermomix that I could package up and make it into something that could be... Um, easily consumed by customers to get the best out of it yeah and and but more than that it's it's about how they want to live in their kitchen so in my workshop and in my online course i don't just talk about the thermomix and how to clean it and how to you know test the scales and all that so i do that but i also talk about meal planning and pantry organization and writing lists of meals that you're going to want to use and then organizing recipes in a way that's practical and um, how to entertain and stuff like that so it is a process that you have to go through to to use the thermomix to create the kitchen life that you want and um, what I strive to do with my work is to is to give people those those lessons and that information in an easily accessible way. So I've got a lot of free content and videos on my on my Facebook page, Cook Live Love, and I've also do uh, I do cooking classes. I'm I'm not down on cooking classes. I love them, but they're ve- they're very much kind of niche, like pantry staples. Or I'm doing one soon that is all meals in minutes for low carb, um, because keto and low carb is such a, a big um, interest area at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then my online is for Thermomix owners anywhere that can download a lesson. And these, this course keeps growing by the day because I keep thinking of new things to add in. Um, and it's, it's video lessons and, and resources to use your Thermomix the way you want to. And everyone's experience with it is different. Um, so these lessons are designed to be watched over and over again. There's no time limit on the course. It's lifetime access. There's no tests. It's very self-paced. And 
And through that, I want to give Thermomix owners um, the ability to, to feel like it was a good investment for them because they're actually getting what they wanted out of it. Um, and that's different for everybody. Perfect. I, I actually can't believe there's people out there that aren't using their Thermomix as much because I've got two and they're like, they're on the go all the time. <laughs> they go all the time. But I think it's just, you know, there's probably different, you know, like you were talking before about your intuitive and your architect, architect um, you know, um, types. I guess there's, there's, there's that as well for, um, for Thermomix owners. And it's not just like you say, good enough to take it out of the box. You need to work out how to get the best out of it. And I think that um, your course sounds fantastic and I'd love to um, really get that out uh, to the Primal Alternative audience as well because the majority of my um, listeners are Thermomix owners as well and maybe they're not using their Thermomix enough. Goodness gracious. There's really those people out there. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, yeah, it is. It's very common that it's just people say, oh, it's on the bench but I'm only using it to you know, mashed potatoes or blend stuff. And it's so much more than that. And someone said to me the other day, I had a bit of an online hater, and they said, oh, it's, you know, why the Thermomix, they say it's easy to use. Why do you need an eight-week course? And it is very easy to use, but it does so much that it's you get so much more out of it when you've got someone to show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, it's not just about the mechanics and the functions of the Thermomix. It's about, it's about, holistically how your kitchen functions how you manage waste how you manage recipes how you manage um, meal planning how, how you care for your pantry and your fridge so you don't open you know your fridge every day and just go oh my god just mm. you know i can't even in to so that all plays a part you know in ha- even living that kitchen life that you've always wanted Kitchen Utopia. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It sounds like your online hater um, didn't didn't really get the point of what you were trying to <laughs> The whole yeah. point of your course is a little bit more uh, than, yes, it's a simple machine, but look how this easy-to-use machine can transform your life and help people reclaim yeah. their lives and help them reconnect with members of their family and get a sense of achievement and fulfillment and all the things like, come on, hater, catch up. Well, they say you haven't made it till you've had your first online hater, so I'm taking it as a win. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a small but inevitable part of running an online business. That's one of my mantras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, before we um, get to the end of the show, I have to ask you my other standard question that I ask all of my um, guests, and that is, uh, what is your personal opinion on chocolate, alcohol, and coffee. Uh, Not all in one dish, though. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. Well, I think that chocolate is is an important part of life and and a health food. Um, And if you're going to do it, do it small and do it good. Like, yeah, don't just go and get a Cadbury dairy milk block and and you know knock yourself out you might need a therapist if you're doing that um so just yeah small and and really really high quality and the same could probably be said for the others as well now with alcohol i think that i'm I'm a champagne lover as you know but i also think that um that alcohol to enhance your life is there's there's a place for it but i also recognize that it is 
one of the most addictive substances on this on this planet and it's also the only other it's the only drug that you have to defend not taking you know can you imagine if you were trying to cut down on drinking and your, your friends friends often say oh you're crazy or oh my goodness why or you know you're going to be no fun um but you know it's 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 a substance that can be used for good or for um or for evil and it's one, something that you've got to be careful be careful with and um if if you need to um, take a bit of time off from it and reassess, then then do that. Um, and what was the other one? Um, and coffee. Do you say coffee? Coffee, wine, coffee. and chocolate. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, I've got the best. I've got the best husband. We've only been married four weeks, but in the um, in the four odd years that we've been together, he we've got we've just got a nice little Nespresso pod machine. Um, nothing super fancy, but makes a lovely little little coffee. And every morning. Um, about five thirty, I wake up and he's a lovely little coffee beside me, and he's, he's a keeper. That's how we start. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely keeping him. So, yeah, do love her coffee. Awesome, awesome. And Fleur, what is? I mean, a very exciting times for you. You just launched a new course. You just got married. Uh, what does the future hold? Is there any exciting projects in the pipeline? Oh well, I'm about to do the. In- three, four days' time, I'm about to do the cooking class of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm collaborating with the two other thermo goddesses um, in the world, Danny Vallant and Joe Whitten from Quirky Cooking. They're both coming to Brisbane this weekend um, and we're going to do the first ever mega collaborative cooking class. The theme is how to reduce stress in the kitchen. So I talk a lot about my capsule pantry ideas and that I've shared with you today. Danny is taking the approach of having some really good spice mixes that have multiple uses to really zhuzh up your food. And Joe's going to be talking about how to minimize the stress in the kitchen, but also what foods are going to be um, a good for reducing the stress in your body, quite chemical wise. So um, we've got like everyone is going to get a massive goodie bag. We've got thousands of dollars of prizes to give away. It's just going to be the most wonderful event. We've got no plans to repeat it all. If we do, it would be probably in Melbourne. Um, so, yes, that's my next big one. And then after that, I, I want to consolidate my online course. It's, it's, um, it's great and it's up and running, but then I want to turn my classes, like my pantry staples class, into, into video online content. So I can get to... I can get to share this information with people everywhere. Um, and the same with, I'm going to do a, a kitchen, uh, sorry, a Christmas um, entertaining and gift giving because I think, you know, we're talking before about gifts made, well, food made with love. Um, mm-hmm. And I love gifts, food gifts made with love in the Thermomix and how to package them up. So doing that class and then and then probably create meals in minutes into a, an, an online cooking class as well. So, and I do still do my ultimate Thermomix workshop um, from time to time, which is a three-hour, half-day workshop. It's not a cooking class. In fact, I only make one paste in it, which takes a minute. Um, but it's, it's all about sitting down. When, when have you ever in your life sat down for three hours to work out what's important to you in the kitchen and, and how your Thermomix is going to help you do it and come away with a personalised plan to build that kitchen utopia using your Thermomix? And that's what my, my workshop is all about. Sounds perfect. And I think really that is like the, the key for everything, anything in life is actually just taking the time to sit down and work out what you want is like the first thing. Um, and then, you know, creating a, a plan and then taking action. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's pretty straightforward and that, that just sounds incredible. Now, 
what would your parting words be to our listeners um, who maybe have got their own dream of their kitchen utopia or they had these, this vision of this mother that they were going to be, which is, you know, sounds like, you know, we, we've got that lovely, I mean, the, the story you shared about your grandma so beautiful. And I think we all sort of hoped we'd be like that as mothers. Have you got any um, parting advice to the listeners um, today? Yeah, I think two things come to mind and that's you've got to start where you are. You know, if, if your kitchen utopia is a long way from where you are at the moment, then thinking that you're going to get there overnight is, is not going to happen and you're just going to beat yourself up in the process. So progress over perfection is the other thing and just break it down. You don't need to know every step to achieve where you ultimately want to be. You just have to make the first step. And if the first step is, um, is, is making um, something for dinner instead of in your thermics, find one recipe that the kids like instead of um, getting something out of a packet or ordering it in, then, then that's what it is. Or if it's just making your own, making your own butter or cashew butter or, you know, if, you, if you're trying to swap out some ingredients for um, to go dairy-free or gluten or grain-free, then just take that first step and then reach out to resources like yourself and other people and just plug into a community of other, of other people that want what you want and believe what you believe. Because when you've got a big goal, it's, it's really hard to do it on your own. But if you're constantly surrounded by inspiration, that's why I, at the end of my workshop I say to people, make sure you follow all of these people on Instagram and Facebook. So in your daily feed, you're constantly seeing what they're producing and what they're sharing. And that will keep you inspired and motivated to keep going. So progress over perfection and start where you are. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and my, my, I know a lot of people slag off Facebook and, and Instagram and, and say, you know, causes all sorts of feelings of lack of self-worth and comparisonitis and all that kind of thing. But I think you can actually get the most interest. I can't even believe that TV still exists, to be honest. They're just showing random stuff to a massive audience and like hopefully somebody will like what they're showing. Yeah. Whereas when you can like really tailor your Facebook feed to, to follow inspirational people like yourself, like Joe, like yeah. Danny, um, you can really get some great inspiration, you know, tips and, and ideas and yeah, feel part of something bigger and that's outside of just you going nuts in the kitchen you know so yeah wonderful advice thank you so much Fleur now if we want to find you it's cook live love on Facebook and Instagram and also your website cooklivelove.com.au uh, that's the think if you one that goes straight to my course so yes that's the that's the website for now um, I've got great things planned for a website with lots of other stuff. I'm going to start doing um, some talks around um, connection with food and um, and or making the, your kitchen a place of of love and connection so it's not stressful to cook. So doing some talks about that. So, yes, website is just around the corner. But for now, the, the website is the landing page for the course, which I'll share with you. Awesome. Flo, thank you so much for your time today. You've been an awesome guest. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. 
Possible Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.